it's me, and I'm ready to uh, call Raj on Discord or the phone. We'll see which one he answers to. <laughs> Alright, let's first try Discord. Where are you? There you are. Where there's no sound for it. as we keep calling and when one doesn't work we must go to the other one which is calling him on Facebook Discord didn't answer? Yeah. Didn't ring. Well, open. you're awake. That's all I wanted to do is make sure you're awake. Right on. It's still productive member of society. Yep. <laughs> Somewhat. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Camera is actually. I don't, I don't see, see you. you. Oh, give me a second. Let me meet up with you on Facebook. I hear you. <laughs> One cough. Hey, hey. Hello, morning. Hello, morning. Headlines. I'm almost awake. You ready to do headlines? Yep. Can't see my. See you. Open it up. Right. So I think it's all going to be about. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you want uh, your camera's not on, by the way. Yeah. I don't even see myself. There we are. Thought I turned it on. There we are. First, I'll go. I'll go first because I, okay, I always. I, I always like to take the lead. 
Hello, welcome to Before, Before Coffee, and it's me, Allison. Today, Zelensky is asking the Parliament of the European Parliament that Ukraine will become part of the EU. In other news, Mitt Romney called George Soros a sick puppy. Santos was last seen strapped to the roof of Mitt Romney's Volvo. And then, of course, can't forget about the terrible tragedy in Turkey and Syria, with the death toll rising now to 16,000 people dead, confirmed dead. And Twitter testifies that Trump tried to censor pussy-ass bitch. Oh, sorry. It's my story first. Oh, right. My story first. NOS reports that Zelensky is still very fervent about joining the EU in order to mm -hmm. breach that protection that he needs in order for Russia to not be invading his entire country. In the speech, he thanked everyone in the European Union for supporting Ukraine and he resoundingly screamed out that they will join the European way of life and defend themselves against the biggest anti-European power in the world what he said what do you think about that well I, I think it's very risky for the European Union to uh, just accept uh, Ukraine because they have kind of a procedure, right? Don't they have a procedure they're gonna do? They have to do like a set up procedure that they would have to probably bypass. Um, what I know about that, because I did study the European Union in my bachelor's degree, is that usually I think there's three criteria, three criteria you have to fit. If I remember correctly, it's been a while since we, I studied it. But one of them is your monetary value has to match or be within a margin of the, the euro. Uh, the second thing is you have to have um, the right civil rights matching the European way of life, as Zelensky said. And I, I can't remember a third one. It's either political, like you can't be like a dictator or something, which is obviously not a problem. Democracy. Yeah. But I think it. I think yeah, it's economic, um, it's political, and it's also cultural. You have to actually support things that are legal in the European Union, which is one of the reasons actually Turkey was denied their application before the revolution. They were definitely possible for them to join, but after the revolution, unfortunately, there was a lot of more stricter cultural rules, uh, religious dogmas that were basically denying them entry into the European Union because that stuff is just not part of the equal rights um, that the European Union helps protect for everyone in the country. So if they were to let a country like Turkey, who is trying to revoke rights from people into the European Union, it would be counterintuitive to the whole Union. That was the long explanation. <laughs> for your story? Uh, my story. Oh, Mitt Romney, again, was, was seen during the State of the Union address 
basically laying into uh, George Soros. George Soros has cozied on up to shake the president's hand as he walks up the aisle. And like, you know, it's, it's not a political thing. It's like, this is a president and he's going to shake hands. We don't care what party it is. We want to be on the scene, you know, we want to be seen. We want to be, George Soros would basically don't belong here. He just goes right up the receiving line. And, and uh, Mitt Romney was letting him have it. And somebody asked Mitt Romney what he told him, and he said, you don't belong here. Go sit down in the back. You know, he basically let him have it. He wasn't letting him, he wasn't, he wasn't letting him. Good for Mitt. I mean, that's basically into that story. Uh, I mean, as far as, it's for humorous content, it's gold. Uh, did you want to go to a second story? How do I do, how do, I do mine? Second story, of course, still um, very huge casualties in the earthquake that has shattered Syria and Turkey. A first aid convoy has finally arrived that continue help, specifically a Dutch rescue team, um, pull people out of the rubble. Um, Syrian city of Aleppo has a shortage of food water, medicine, and fuel for years, but now it's even worse, of course, because that stuff is even more useful now that not only have people lost their homes, but they also have lost places to even exist because the earthquake has destroyed entire infrastructure of the entire border and both countries. Um, and of course, kind of grimly, a lot of those houses that have collapsed still have people inside, dead or alive. With uh, want to put up the number for the International Red Cross? Uh, actually, I have a donation, which yeah. is um, well for me. It was a Dutch donation. It's called Giro Five Five Five. It's a organization that's helping with donating to both the Ukraine crisis and the Tyrian, uh, the Tyrian, <laughs> the Syria and oh, Turkey, Syrian. uh, earthquake. We can put up like, smiling during it doesn't help either. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, G-I-R-O 555.nl yes. donate there. I don't know if there's an American donation drive going. I haven't been able to find one myself. Because yeah. I wanted to open a donation link on my Twitch channel, so then while I'm streaming, people can donate. But I'm yeah, unfortunately hey, not able to find one. talking about things that people can do something about, and we're making jokes. I, to me, it's just bad form. Anyway. I'm not making you jokes. What jokes are I making? Oh, but I, I, I would rather make jokes than sit and talk about serious stuff all the time, because it doesn't really... You know. That's the that, news. I mean, I'm just saying that's what's the news on the, in European news. Let's move it along to uh, something that's not really depressing. Well, it, it never works. It's just more like, what are they joking about? Um, that's the only problem I have with all the seriousness. <laughs> it is life is life sucks. Life is one long series of awful things. So we're gonna joke at about it sometimes. That's just the way it is. News is awful. You can nature. continue to your next story if you're so annoyed about negative news. I'm not, I'm not annoyed about it. I just would like more <laughs> cheer. I wish the uh, world was more positive, too. 
Yeah, well, I wish it was too, but I can't, you know, dwell on negative stories. We can't really do it. It, it just doesn't push the show along. It's like, oh. Well, you're still dwelling joke. on it, so if you would like to yeah, move on. This is a good thing we have a good editor. Uh, <laughs> Twitter testified. This is this is part of the Republicans' thing to get even with uh, anything that ever did anything that was harmful. Uh, Twitter testified yesterday that, uh, well, the Republicans held a, a, uh, a uh, hearing to try to figure out why Twitter buried a story about Hunter Biden's laptop or sex life or something stupid that the New York Post ran. And uh, Twitter testified, yeah, we waited two days and then we ran. We let, we let people link to the stupid fake story. Anyway, in the meantime, uh, the... <laughs> Twitter also testified that Donald Trump. Well, well, the core of the the core of the story was well, you only killed that story because uh, Joe Biden made you kill that story, and there was like no evidence that Joe Biden made him kill the story, but there was evidence that well, Donald Trump was calling him all the time to kill stories, and the of course everybody the media jumped on the one which was about John Legend's wife, uh, Chrissy Turgeon who uh, Donald Trump decided to insult a whole bunch of people in a tweet by name, but in, in Chrissy Turgeon's name, they call, he called, he I called, I believe it's uh, Chrissy Teigen. Teigen, Teigen, I'm not Turgeon. great with names. I don't, I don't know leverage. I, I just wanted know. to correct you. You can continue with the story. No, the legend is, and that's probably why, that's probably why uh, uh, Donald Trump did it that way, but Chrissy Teigen said called uh, Donald Trump a pussy-ass bitch and uh, for not using her name, which I guess I am too because I can't remember names. But anyway, uh, that got testimony in Congress, and so everybody had to put that term out as pussy-ass bitch. And uh, that was a little bit of humor into the world considering the fact they're trying to go after you know, something that don't exist, and they got thrown right back in their face as, well, you know you're accusing one guy of doing this, but your guy was doing it, was actually doing it. Threatening Twitter, remove that tweet from John Legend's nasty wife, is what he called her. And they didn't do it. Yeah, actually, I do follow this, uh, this Twitter user, Chrissy Teigen, and I did see her reaction to the news that they quoted her in a, in basically a, in front of Congress, you know, uh, um, and she was lost for words. I also remembered this particular um, interaction when it was happening, as it was happening, uh, lots of, uh, Twitter was very crazy back in the days of, uh, of Trump's presidential presidency, um, because it is wild that he was able to do all the things he did and got away with it. I believe AOC even remarked on this on the same congressional hearing saying, wait, this dude's breaking all of the rules and they didn't do anything about it. <laughs> like, meanwhile, meanwhile, the First Amendment, the First Amendment protects Twitter's right to do whatever the hell they want to do. They're not the government, they're a private company. Thank you very much. Exactly. In more positive news, since that's what you want, um, yes. there has been, transition here, there has been a blunder with Google's AI chatbot. 
Oh, yeah. It's starting to tell lies and untruths, as we like to call them, the untruths. Um, I was about to sign up for that test. You know, the test the chatbot, see if it will work, right? Yeah, anyway, go ahead. Google introduced the new service Bard this week in response to a similar initiative by Microsoft called the ChatGPT AI Text Generator. This should make it possible, NOS reports, to obtain detailed answers to specific search queries. For example, you can ask for travel tips for a five-day trip to London or some of what's trending on Twitter. You can cool. also you see a, fo a fo photo of super ancient galaxies, for example. <laughs> of course, there has been errors in the use of this. Um, as someone took an image of an exoplanet 14 years before the Webb telescope, um, it's impossible for this to actually have been an actual ancient galaxy. Uh, <laughs> there's no way it's an actual real galaxy and it's actually just a render that somebody created. Not real telescopic footage. Um, so you can't use it to, to settle an argument because it's just going to lie. Yeah. Look, here's yeah. a, like, yeah. The specific one, problem was... Was taking, yeah. showing an image that doesn't actually exist. It's a somebody's artistic render of what they think an ancient galaxy would look like. <laughs> good for humor. That's what they're good for. They're they're. Uh, so, are you going to sign up for it, or should I sign up for the chat bot? You should sign Just up for it. I'm not really interested in AI stuff. I think it's going to cause um, not to. Being, bring bad news, but I do not want to. Uh, what is the singularity? Sorry. I do not want the singularity to occur. <laughs> so I'm oh, totally. Oh. The only AI I use is one that removes background from photos because it's way easier than me doing it myself. In some cases, in some cases it's terrible. And two, I use another AI to make my image into more of a cartoony, artistic render, so that I can make um, emotes. And that's all right, I've ever right. used AI for. I'm not that's, really interested in generating all new creations using AI. That's practical. That's practical application. I'm talking about humorous content. Yeah, I'm not interested, I guess. Get an argument with a robot. That's what I'm talking about. And our robot goes, well, your mother is so forth and so forth after a while. That's what I want to get to the point where the robot is insulting mine. <laughs> anyway. Want to get into the super? Your, uh, on this day recap. Day? You forgot on yesterday. Yeah. On this day, the Battle of Guadalcanal was won by the United States and Allies. Mostly, it was the United States. Really, nobody else in the old game. But uh, we won. Uh, I guess Australia. I should say Australia. Was here. But uh, yeah, we won the Battle of Guadalcanal. Backed by our group famous Admiral Halsey. We're so sorry, Uncle Albert. Yep. Uh, also, my Super Bowl tips. My Super Bowl tip. Take the under. Take the under. You got two injured quarterbacks. And one team that really likes to run. And two good defenses. I would take the over, and I think the over right now is about 50. And 
I would take the over of that 49, I would take it at 48, I would take it at 47, I'd take it all the way down to like 45. I don't think this, I don't think this is going to be a high scoring game. I think it's going to be field goals. You got another story? Um, I suppose I could talk about sports, but I don't really have an interest in it. So. The top 10, more than 10 women in history of television. Yeah, here you go. Female, female characters. Number, number whatever. Elaine from Seinfeld. Number two. We're going, we're going from one to 10, or whatever number I have here. Jeannie from I Dream Jeannie. Number three, Samantha Stevens. And I've noticed one thing on these uh, names, the last names. They always give them men's names with an S. So Samantha Stevens, Ginger Grant, Ginger Grant from, uh, well, Samantha Stevens was from Bewitched, for all those uninitiated ones. She was the witch. Uh, Ginger Grant from uh, uh, Gilligan's Island. Of course, Marianne, which I'm a Marianne. A little, slightly more a Marianne than a Ginger. And, and every man knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> That girl, Anne-Marie, which is Marlo Thomas, and I include Marlo Thomas because she's a great human being. And The Flying Nun. The Flying Nun was a great show. It was a great show with uh, Sally Field. Sally Field was like 10 when she made that show. Uh, Lucy, don't forget Lucy. Uh, Lucy, all the Lucy characters. She was always Yeah, Lucy. she was the reason Star Trek went on La Speaking of Star Trek, Lieutenant O'Hara. Made you want to go in outer space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maud. Maud was the opposite of Archie Bunker. The very opposite. Archie Bunker was a bigot. He was a white guy. He was he was mad at the changing world, and Maud was a feminist. Maud yeah. was uh, Maud was Archie Bunker's. Um, sister cousin-in-law cousin Edith's cousin yes Cagney and Lacey the women cops the which women there was no women cop partners detectives uh Sharon Gless played uh I forget which one was which I'm terrible because my mom watched this your mom watched this uh but she had a drinking problem, and that was like one of them things that made, you know... They made cops more human. They really did. And Mary Tyler Moore, and of course on Mary Tyler Moore you had two. You had Betty White as Sue Ann Nivens. Yes. And Mary Tyler Moore is another name. She wasn't Mary Tyler. She was Mary Richards. Another case. Yeah. <laughs> they take a name and put it as their last name. Samantha Stevens, Mary Richards, yeah, they just did that in TV. So, and Betty White played Stu Sue Ann Nivens, who brought a legendary repartee with uh, Murray. It was just the funniest part of the show. It was every week, Sue Ann would come in and talk about Murray being bald, and Murray would talk about Sue Ann being a whore. And it was funny. So, it, it made the whole thing just the show back. That's my list. I don't know how many that is. I will probably make another list of some sort at some point in the future. Let's be fair. Yeah. Who cares how many are on the list? Because a lot of female actors or women actors or actresses, I guess, 
are never greatly celebrated until they are really old or they die. Uh, it's changing now these days, but you know, a lot of a lot of the older actresses uh, never got their never got their their shine. Well, TV actresses, TV actors in general, never get the recognition, right? Yeah. You know, there's always a TV actor. What do you do? In uh, my media news, we've got, of course, speaking of TV, you remember Faulty Towers? The comedy show starring John Cleese working at a hotel? Well, Mm -hmm. according to news here, after 40 years, they're going to re-film Faulty Towers and giving it a sequel. 83-year-old John Cleese will return the new series. 83. Camilla Cleese will also star and co-write the script. His daughter. Um, yeah. And it will Most also funny. feature Prunella Scales. Oh, uh, wait, the, no, sorry. It will not feature these actors. Sorry. Prunella Scales <laughs> has Alzheimer's, so she will not be able to uh, appear in the show. Connie Booth has retired completely. And Andrew Sachs unfortunately passed away. So they're lucky not to get morbid, but they're lucky they can drag John Cleese to the finish line. He's 83. Yes. Um, I do know that John Cleese has gotten into a lot of stuff himself. Um, because he's an older man and he has older sensibilities, and I know he has said some stuff on social media that have made people angry. Um I find it hilarious that John Cleese get in trouble for saying something wrong. He's been saying something wrong his entire life. Yes. Anyway. Um, <laughs> the, the BBC streaming service is now broadcasting the episode where he insults German guests with a yeah. warning to the dismay of Cleese, who defended himself by saying, The series are made by an ancient fossil left over from decades before. We support yeah, not his statements, we ridicule them. Yeah, it's a time machine. Yes, I don't know if you know the famous episode, Insulting Germans, where he does indeed drop the (laughs) N-word. And other sorts of things. Um, The the, the show was very famously, yeah. Uh, You probably watched, though. I've only seen um, scenes of it because I actually watched it for one of my courses in university. But what do you think about the show? I think censorship in any form is bullshit. And I don't agree with everything everybody says, but that doesn't mean they don't get to say it. And telling people shit ain't funny because you make fun of other people is fucking ridiculous. That's what humor is, making fun of fucking people. Now, if you're making fun of little kids that are starving, that's another thing. That's not, that's not funny. Punching down, remember, here's a rule. Punching down is not funny. Punching up is really funny. Punching directly across the bow is completely, totally hilarious. So, when people get offended by humor, good, you're offended. But would you say that punching down can be an opinion, right? You can decide where the, the limit is for punching down, punching up, and punching across. Punching down would be lecturing people, lecturing people about their lifestyles is just making a joke. That would be it. You make a joke. You go to San Francisco, say, like Norm MacDonald goes to San Francisco and makes gay jokes, makes 20 gay jokes. 
the whole entire audience is gay, laughing their ass off, right? At these jokes that are obviously in poor taste. But it's a joke. All right. Uh, you have anything That's else to report today in your uh, in your American news? What's that? You have anything else to report today? Uh, uh no. Uh, we can do today's birthdays. We can do birthdays. <laughs> I don't know what today's birthdays. We missed Mary Queen of Scots and her head chopped off. That was not. That was less than a birthday. Than it was anything else. No, I guess I don't have anything else. All right. Well, this has been Allison with uh, Before Coffee reporting from Europe. And this is Roger reporting from the lovely, lovely Southern Maryland, where it's going to be almost 70 degrees today, February. So get them bikinis out. Bye. Hope to see you next time. Bye-bye. Be sure to hit the like, subscribe, and notify buttons, and follow our other channels, Toxic Alley, History of Gravy, and Scratchy Old Records.